Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. Welcome to Milwaukee Admiral Center Ice on the Big 920 and the iHeartRadio app with Mike Wojciechowski. I'm Aaron Sims. How about the last couple of weeks for your Milwaukee Admirals, Wojo? It's been fun. I'll Has it ever? What. Oh, my gosh. Just the intensity and the... Just the fun, you know. It's the fun, fun watching the, uh, you know, watching the games on AHL TV. Fun, uh, getting excited about, uh, you know, about how the team's playing right now. It's, yeah, it's been great. It has been. And great. you know what? Playing all you wanted, all you asked for is meaningful games in April. Right, right. And they certainly are. <laughs> they certainly they are. certainly are. Here to talk about that and much more with your Milwaukee Admirals is the head coach Carl Taylor. Coach, thanks for your time. What Wojo just said, you what, you just want to play meaningful games in April. The Admirals are certainly right in the middle of that. Yeah, no question. We've had a good run here to get ourselves into position. Um, obviously, there's lots of work and lots of hockey left, and no time to relax and enjoy what we've done in the past. In the past, and we got to get ready for Wednesday. But uh, it's definitely uh, been an enjoyable run to get back into it and give ourselves an opportunity. Um, obviously, we got to continue with that uh, as we push through the first couple of weeks of April and hopefully play some uh, playoff hockey in the second two weeks of April. Well, and playoff hockey then, but it's not officially playoffs, but it certainly has felt like it here around for, for quite some time. Yeah, no, we, we knew going into those three games against Rockford that this was going to be our season with the position we were in and the situation. We knew we had to win those games. We were five points back at Rockford going into those three games. Uh, we knew we had to get at least two to have a chance and stay close. Uh, we were fortunate to get all three and move ahead of them. Other teams are still winning. Uh, so obviously our standings, uh, the, the number of teams that are still in it and how tight it is is the first for me. It usually comes down to the end um, just because all the teams and lots of parity and lots of different things that occur at this time of the season. So, um, no, we've had a great run. And it's great to get back into it. And uh, obviously this weekend to continue that and get those two wins against two very good hockey clubs was a big step as well. As what you just said, I was just thinking the last couple of years in Texas, you've had to worry about percentage points because you were playing in the Pacific Division and not so much the standings points. So it's a little easier to do the math in the Central Division than it was in the Pacific Division, I assume. No, for sure. It's been complicated being in that other division with uh, uh, us in San Antonio playing more games than those other teams. So it's it's nice to be in a more, more stable environment, not having to pull out the slide ruler to figure out the odds and what's happening but uh it's it's uh it was even more uh, difficult in that other division based on you know our wins and losses would move you less than their wins and losses based on volume of games being played so it was it's interesting the percentage points is were uh the wins and losses were more or less impactful if you understand what i'm saying there so yeah, absolutely. it was uh, it was interesting when you're staring at it and going through the different process uh, but here with the standings, it is what it is. And uh, I like our team right now. We're playing well. We're playing the right way. And we're getting results. The guys are feeling uh, they have an opportunity to do something and get in. And not just get in. We feel if we get in, we're going to be a dangerous team. Uh, obviously, we have to do our uh, front-end job and find a playoff spot for ourselves before we worry about playoffs. Yeah, you know, doing that front-end job, you're 100% right. And, you know, I, I know you're one of those guys that – you know, we just got to take care of our own business and let things fall. But are you a scoreboard watcher? 
Well, I think anyone who says there isn't is full of it. I think everyone looks at it. Uh, it's definitely not something I do during the day, but after, like yesterday, on the bus on the way home, it's a three-and-a-half-hour drive, so you're uh, you're definitely checking scores and looking at it, but you can't let it distract from what you're doing, and uh, I think it's the same with anything. you got to focus and take care of your own business day-by-day, uh, shift-by-shift, focus on those things and not get outside of your comfort zone as far as staring and hoping and wishing and um, we know that if we win our games, we're going to give ourselves an opportunity, um, and that's what we have to focus on. We've got a San Antonio team coming in here on Wednesday. We need to be prepared for them. They're going to be loose and uh, ready to uh, try to steal and put us in a terrible position if we uh, uh, don't play the way we need to. So there's no easy games in our league. We all know that. Every team is really good, even the teams that are uh, on the outside looking in. So we need to prepare for San Antonio and put our best foot forward. You had a couple guys on uh, long-term conditioning back from uh, Nashville uh, it, it, in two of the last, or in, well, in all three games, but uh, had a couple of them in two games. And talk a little bit about what that means to the team that to, to have a couple of guys that have, have proven themselves on the at the NHL level and are are down here trying to you know get in shape, get ready to go back up and help the big club. Well, I think uh, first off, both those guys came down with the right attitude, and both those guys did an outstanding job as far as. Uh, pushing forward and playing the right way and accepting the opportunity to help us. And uh, they were both very invested in uh, helping our team win. And it wasn't just a, uh, you know, I'm going to worry about myself first and try to get my time and worry about what I need to get back to Nashville. So uh, we really appreciated both those guys and the attitude Waddy and Salty brought with them, how they helped us, how they showed us what an NHL player is. It's good for our players to see it and taste it. And uh, those guys have been up for a while now. And they can see their habits, whether it's stick on puck and the detail in their game that we've been selling as coaches. Hopefully that can rub off on our other players and they understand those are some of the reasons that uh, they're there because of the consistency and the detail that they provided for us, but also when they're playing in Nashville. Admirals head coach Carl Taylor joining us here on the Big 920 and the iHeartRadio app. This is Milwaukee Admiral Center Ice. After the game yesterday, I was speaking with Greg Rollo in the postgame show and I said to him, because he had, he had mentioned Jared Tenorti and, and what he means, and you and I have spoken about this. We've spoken about him uh, on this show. But uh, after watching yesterday, I really, really came to the conclusion, if I wasn't there before, that if I'm going into a battle, I want Jared Tenorti on my side. I thought yesterday he just did everything for you. Yeah, there's no question. If you're in a foxhole, you, you'll take him right beside you. You know he's got your back. You know he's going to do the right thing, even if it might put him in a tough spot. And, uh, you know, he's a guy leading by example, how he approaches the game day by day. He's a pro through and through. He's a great leader. Um, I've talked about this guy all season, and uh, I absolutely love coaching him. He's a, he's a dream to coach. He's an individual that has a little old school in him, but also uh, has the new age and understands the new players. He's, uh, him and the rest of our leadership group has definitely ran our room all season. And I really believe in turning that room over to your leadership group and allowing them to manage a few things. Obviously, as the head coach and our uh, the rest of our coaching staff, we have to steer it at times and keep it on the rails. Uh, but if they're not selling your message, then you got big issues. So uh, I think uh, one, of the, uh, one of the best quotes uh, I heard uh, way back when was, uh, you know, they always talk before a coach gets relieved of uh, duties or fired, they always, there's always rumors he's lost the room or lost his room or all this mm-hmm. kind of talk. But I think in the end, all that means maybe you picked the wrong captain. <laughs> right. Absolutely <laughs> so, right. So for, so for me, I, I think uh, we have the perfect captain. 
Uh, he's an outstanding individual. Him and I have grown in our relationship, and there's a lot of trust between us. He's able to communicate things to me openly. That helps me make right decisions and more correct decisions. And it's an outstanding relationship and uh, one that I hope continues for uh, a number of years. And along those lines, uh, we can sort of say the same thing to a degree with Cole Schneider, who now that he's healthy, I mean, seven points in his last four games, he's been magnificent. No, he's a veteran guy, and I've, I liked him ever since we traded for him. He just gave us a little savviness, a little grease to our lineup. He's just one of those guys that finds a way to get things done. Uh, he uh, seems to relish the big moments. You can see it coming back after having uh, a couple of injuries that kind of took him out of the lineup for a while. Uh, he's been outstanding for us as well. And it's not just his play or his, uh, what he's doing on the ice. It's how he's presenting himself, how he is a pro. He's in the room. He's in the meetings. He's asked good questions. He's probably asking questions in meetings other guys want to but might be nervous to. So his leadership and, uh, and his ability to drive the train and keep the room going in the right direction has been excellent. And uh, he's been a great addition from within, and we're excited to see that continue. Uh, it seems like him and Blackie have a good chemistry going right now. Yeah, they really do. Admirals head coach Carl Taylor joining us here on the Big 920 and the iHeartRadio app. Uh, GM Scott Nichols said the other – I was talking to him about the team, and he says, when you look at our team, we're adding guys. Guys are coming back from injury, key guys – he said all the other teams, they're losing guys to emergency call-ups or whatever it may be. And he says, I like this team for many reasons, but that's one of them. I have to imagine that's one of the things you like about this team, too, is that a Tyler Gaudette, a Tanner Janot, guys who have been big parts of this team, they, we expect to see him back here in the next week or two, I would have guessed. Yeah, no, we, we've gone through, uh, like we've talked about the roster movements and the injuries, and every team has their challenges, but through – through January and February and a good part of March, it's been a grind here. So uh, injuries and different things have occurred um, that have affected our team deeply. And I and I, uh, it's funny you, you look at those overtime losses and you go, geez, there's 15 overtime losses, and you're going, man, if we could only won five of those, we'd be in a much better spot. Mm-hmm. But if you reverse the engine and you think differently, and you go, maybe we grinded as much as we could get out of those games. Maybe those. 15 losses based on roster and the challenges. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We're facing and et cetera, et cetera. Maybe we maximized in those moments. Are we happy with them? Absolutely not. Do we wish we won more games during that time period? 100%. But maybe we're getting a lot out of the group. And now as we're getting healthy, we're adding. And because of what those guys got, those elevated minutes, they played in bigger moments. Guys were on the power play and on the penalty kill that we didn't usually use because of roster moves and injuries. Maybe now we're seeing the fruits of that labor and that opportunity that those guys had as we get healthy and add these new bodies. It's nice to be done mostly with the road, isn't it? Just one more road game. It's nice to get done with the road and, and, and you end up with the record you guys had on the road this season. It was a pretty good stretch. Yeah, no, we're, uh, we're, we just kind of go about our business and uh, – you know, it's funny, I'd like our home record to be a little stronger than it is, but uh, yeah, the road record, if you can be 500 or higher, that's usually a positive when you look at uh, over the seasons, 
and over the years. And uh, our road record has had to be a little better for us because our home record, I think we're just one game above 500 at home currently. Um, so we, we, we expect a little better record at home than we've had. Uh, you know, we've had uh, an opportunity here over these last six games we have. I think we have five home games. Right. So hopefully we can win the majority of those and uh, push that record in the right direction. But it's also nice to be at home and get some family time and uh, work from your own arena. And three home games this week that are massive as we move forward and try to keep marching towards our goal of uh, not just making the playoffs, but getting in and then making some noise, hopefully. Excellent. Coach, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Admirals head coach Carl Taylor. Wednesday night, the Admirals host San Antonio at 7 p.m. All fans will get a free round of golf at Milwaukee County Courses. Foot golf, disc Frisbee, golf, yeah, disc golf. You know, golf, golf. Yes, it, 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 it's it's about the third or fourth year we've done it. It's yeah. just a great, great deal, and people taking care of the. I mean, people taking advantage of the great uh, county courses. Yep, and that's Wednesday night when the Admirals host the San Antonio Rampage. Friday, the Admirals host Chicago. Saturday against Iowa. It's going to be very interesting to see that Saturday game. If the Admirals win a couple of games, uh, are they passing Iowa for third? by the time they play each other on Saturday. Right now, yeah, we thought we were only talking about fourth place, and, and, and I guess we still are. We're just talking about getting into the playoffs. I mean, That's all we care about. All, all but Iowa's in yeah, the, I, I as Carl said yesterday, all of these teams have dragged Iowa back in <laughs> to, to the talk here now. Yeah, you know, it's in, in my mind, Saturday doesn't because You know, I, I worry about this San Antonio game. I mean, you, you've, it's you've, one of those you've, look-past you've, games, you've right? Played, you've played, I mean, you've played the right way against everybody that you've needed to Take care yep. of in the yep. state, and now you got you know somebody that's way back in the standings, yep. and and, get, and, and th- came out th- and th- said these seven players aren't playing anymore. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah, exactly. Seven gr- really good players. Yep, and they tell you what, at the end of the day, they come in and you know they can surprise you. Well, they beat Manitoba the other night in overtime yes. on Saturday night, and that was a tough loss for Manitoba to take. So, exactly. Um, so yeah, I, and, and and again, you know. We, scoreboard watching i mean you know the, at one point during the game uh again the, the weekday game against rockford i mean i had it figured out as uh, texas and manitoba were playing that uh if if uh one of the teams uh if they both an became, overtime loss if they both became three-point games and the right team won we had a four-way, four-way tie. tie yeah all it was like, three points. Saying, exactly and yep. i was like oh boy but you know and, and then in uh literally texas scoring two goals in 40 seconds you know, talk about your major league scoreboard watching. They yep. mean, two, they score with two goals, I believe, in forty seconds to, to, to turn a turn a you know two one deficit into a three to two uh, advantage. It was like, wow, hey, that was all right. You yep. know, it was, uh, so yeah, it was it was it was fun to watch that. It was it was really fun to watch that. It's pretty exciting to be around. It's so much fun. It's much more fun, obviously, when the guys are winning, and it's uh, it's been fun. And I I, I think the uh, I shouldn't say the impetus, but it's certainly. Uh, it didn't hurt when the dads came to town. And, oh. and there's still some positive no feelings question. about all of that. So that, that was a good time a couple of weeks ago. We need to take a break. When we come back, NHL analyst Darren Pang will join us. This is Milwaukee Admiral Center Ice on the Big 920 and the iHeartRadio app. Welcome back to Milwaukee Admiral Center Ice on the Big 920 and the iHeartRadio app with Mike Wojciechowski. I'm Aaron Sims. Great to talk to this guy all the time, NHL analyst uh, working with the St. Louis Blues, but all of hockey. Darren Pang joining us now. Darren, thanks for the time. How's it going today? It is going great. A beautiful day here in St. Louis, fellas, and uh, we're starting to see the grass getting a little bit greener. That's that's a good sign. Last year, the St. Louis Cardinals fired Mike Matheny, and they hired uh, an interim manager, and then they gave him the full-time job and a full contract before the end of the season, before they saw what other managers might be free agents in the offseason. Why haven't the Blues done the same yet with Craig Berube? 
I, I think that, uh, you know, Doug Armstrong is carefully, you know, looking at every situation. I think that's the lesson learned as, a, as an experienced general manager is, is uh, you know, I like what he's doing. He's doing a great job. He's going to get some votes for the coach of the year. Um, and at the end, though, let's just let this play out. And let's, you know, I'm sure look at him in a playoff series, see how he is, see what adjustments that get made. But make no mistake, uh, Doug Armstrong's got a lot of time for, for Craig. Uh, going back to when he hired him as a scout for the World Cup of Hockey when Bruby was fired from Philly. And then last year, you know, and then the last couple of years, as you guys saw him in, uh, with the Chicago Wolves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so I, I really do believe that he's just waiting and, uh, and, and still evaluating and making sure that, uh, you know, that he's making the right move. But uh, all, all feelings here are that, uh, that that's going to stay true and that, uh, you know, there's nothing official on it whatsoever, of course, but uh, I think everybody's got to be really pleased with what he's done so far. Well, and, and, and like you said, you've got you to make sure who's out there and do, your, do the right thing and, and so on and so on. And there's going to be some big-name guys. There already are, right? I've got to imagine Quenville is going to be in the mix. Uh, I read something that Dave Tippett is interested in maybe getting back into coaching. I mean, there's a lot of names out there again. There's going to be a lot of names for sure. And, and Dave Tippett seems to be finding himself closely with, the Seattle, with Seattle. And, uh, you know, Joel Quenville is a guy that can sit on another couple of years and, and enjoy the cigars and the horse racing and the beaches. Um, and he can wait for his decision. But, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's just there, there's, there's always going to be some coaches. There are going to be probably some guys fired again this year. Um, it, it just, it's a tough business for those coaches. Um, but I think it's all about relationships too. I, the one thing about Craig Berube is he was loyal to, uh, he was loyal to, to, to army, um, by going down to the American hockey league. He was loyal when Mike Yo was the coach and, and, uh, never once stepped on Mike Yo's toes. And I, I think Doug Armstrong appreciated all of that and everything that comes with his coaching staff. It's young with uh, Steve Ott, great guy. And he's starting to find his way as a coach, but he's got a great relationship with the players. And Mike Van Ryan, the same thing. I mean, it's his first year of being in the NHL. and I mean, I think the whole team needed time to gel. And, and uh, at the end of the day, you know, Craig was, the, you know, was on the receiving end because this team was ready to go, and uh, he did a nice job of getting them together. Yep. You've got to be really happy considering the start. You said the team took a while to gel. I mean, considering where you guys are sitting in the standings with a, you know, with a handful of games left, I, I mean, uh, I mean that, your team has been pretty, been pretty solid. Well, they've been unbelievable. This is a, a great group of players. Um, honestly, it, you're not saying this because they're in the spot now, but there were times in late November and early December where you walk around the city of St. Louis and you say, you know, this team's going to be fine, and they're going to they're, they're going to get out of this because they went into hard buildings and they played great games, and I could see the moments where this team was together, and you can see when they were rallying for each other on the bench, and then you could see games where they weren't quite, uh, you know, on, on the same page. There's you know, maybe a little bit quieter on the bench, not enough energy, maybe not enough confidence. I'm not sure, but they, uh, I knew they were going to be there because they're, they're a real quality group of guys. They have fun together, which is what you need on a team. You, you want guys that want to go out together, have fun, goof around, and, uh, and that's this team. They're, they're playing hard for each other, uh, whereas at the beginning of the year that wasn't the case. But I do believe that, that the reasons for that are, you know, you know, there's so many new players and no one wants to step on the other guy's toes. And so – uh, now you're seeing the culmination of a really a great team, a together team, and they could go real far in this playoff run. I want to ask you, you said uh, quiet on the bench. You're down there between the benches. You've been on the bench before. What makes what makes a good bench? What what do you like uh, on a bench when things are going well? well? Well, you know, Woj, you saw me there in Milwaukee with the Admirals years ago. I like yep. a, I like some gumption on that bench. I like guys that, 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 that chirp a lot, guys that, 
have energy, guys that, uh, you know, call for things that are on the ice, a bad pass, and everybody says heads up, or, you know, a guy does a great job, blocks a shot, he comes back to the bench, and you pat him on the bat, uh, or the guy gets in a scrap, and he gets out of the penalty box, and everybody's, you know, tapping their stick against the boards. That's togetherness, and uh, uh, you have to, I mean, for me, you absolutely have to have that, and if you don't have that, then you're not much of a team. I know you mentioned in an earlier show we did it, that you would, uh, you would, uh, um, ask just about every GM to, to, to go down in your spot and uh, and spend a game watching his team down there. They learn a lot about their team. <laughs> you, you you would, and I've I've tried that with Doug Armstrong, and he's uh, he didn't want to be a part of that. I said, come on, Army, come on down between the benches. You'll find a, out a lot about it. And, you know, I mean, there's Bob Murray. He's going between the bench. I mean, he's going on the bench. And he's coaching, and he's never coached before, but you get a feel for your team there. And, uh, you know, I like I, I just I just think the ice level is different than – 400 yards upstairs in the press box where everything looks easy. I think you have to get down somewhere. So I did ask Doug Armstrong that. He said, you know what? I have gone six or seven rows up and watched a period or two. I'm like, well, good. He goes, you do get a better feel for it there. And you... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And, uh, and so I think that's, that's probably maybe good for all GMs to do because it's way too easy up there in the press box. You mentioned the Blues are maybe in for a, quite a run here. Uh, anybody else catching your eye? I mean, the two, three teams that, that the, uh, the average fan should, get, should look out for come uh, playoff time? Well, I mean, the teams that are hot. I mean, Dallas is a hot team right now. Um, they're coming on playing some good hockey. Um, I, I mean, on the on the western side, Rick Tockett's got the Phoenix Arizona Coyotes. Excuse me, they're rolling. Um, you look at teams that have got hot hot goalies. Um, if a goalie's struggling a little bit, like Winnipeg right now, they're struggling in their own zone. They're they're having a hard time holding on to lead. They gave up a couple of goals in less than a minute against the Islanders. I mean, these are the teams right now that you wonder if they've got the confidence uh, or, or the uh, the you know the mentality to grind through it. Um, I can't believe I'd be saying that about Winnipeg now. I mean, halfway through the year, you're thinking they're a legitimate cup contender, and now lately they're struggling. And uh, Nashville's gone through their times too. Although Pekka Rene put on a pretty good show the other day, but I, I go for the goalies. The Blues have got a, two hot goalies right now. They've got depth scoring. Um, their D are chipping in with lots of goals, and they're defending real well. Their five-on-five play has been excellent. So uh, those are the teams that I look at now in, in, a, in a playoff run. Darren Pang joining us. You mentioned the Islanders. I mean, what, what, how good a story is that? I mean, they lost probably their most important player since the bossy Trottier Potvin days, and and they they they're better as a team. They're better this year. It's pretty amazing. Well, you guys know Barry, Barry Trotz has something about him, and I think he right. galvanizes the team. He's got a great way about him, and uh, with two goaltenders that you wouldn't say are number one goaltenders, they still have a good goals against average and. And, uh, they're, and they're defending through the middle of the ice. And, and so he's got them believing. Um, you know me. I, I talk about Lane Lambert a lot. I'm a good friend of his. I like the guy. I think, I, I think they do a unique job as coaches. And I think that's why they're having some success there. Are you a big analytics guy? Or is it you mentioned that they're, they're not, that, you know, their goals against average is okay. I mean, are you a big analytics guy, this five-on-five save percentage and so on and so on like that? Well, I, I like analyzing my driver. Um, hitting fairways <laughs> is good. Um, That's good. Up yep. and down play is good. Uh, one putts are good. 
but in hockey, um, yeah, I mean, I think analytics are important, but I don't go overboard with analytics. I mean, I, I, I've got a, I think I've got a real good feel for the eye test and uh, what kind of player I would want on my team, and what kind of player I wouldn't want on my team. And um, you can take all the analytics in the world, but when you're in a, a game seven and you've got a guy that's shy, well, then that's uh, <laughs> you can throw those numbers right out the window. But uh, but there are you know there are numbers that work. Um, you know, we get a lot of the, you know, your O-zone face-offs, your D-zone face-offs, which players are most valuable in those situations that don't get a lot of credit. And and uh, and I do rely on that, every, you know, every game. I've got a stats guy that sends me all that. and um, But uh, there, there's a lot of, of the Corsi and the Fenwick and the five-on-five puck possession or, you know, a lot of stuff I could throw right out the window. Um, I mean, a guy that goes down the corner of the ice and funnels a puck towards the net and they regain control of the puck, I mean – that's great and all, but the purpose of this game is to score goals too. <laughs> right, indeed, I totally agree. At the end of the day, all that it's like they say in baseball: the RBI shouldn't be discounted. The RBI <laughs> is still a big stat, yeah, no yeah, matter what. Yeah, you can move that guy over in the scoring position all day long, but as long as you only have somebody to knock him in, it doesn't really matter. Exactly right. Exactly right. Darren, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it as always, and uh, keep hitting them straight. You got it, guys. Take care. Always great being on your show. Thanks. Darren Thanks. Pang joining us here from uh, St. Louis, as you heard. I believe from the 12th hole. I don't know. Maybe 13th hole. I don't hole? know. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but it's always great to talk to him. We are going to take a break. When we come back, associate head coach from the University of Wisconsin men's hockey team, Marco Siki, will join us. This is Milwaukee Admiral Center Ice on the Big 920 and the iHeartRadio app. Welcome back to Milwaukee Admiral Center Ice on the Big 920 and the iHeartRadio app. Bringing in... Uh, Coach, associate head coach of the University of Wisconsin. He's been the head coach at Ohio State. Um, had a great career as a professional athlete and a college player at the University of Wisconsin. And uh, again, now back at with the Badgers the last couple of seasons. Uh, Marco Siki joins us now. Mark, uh, a long in- intro to get to you, but uh, how's everything going? Everything's great. Hopefully you guys are doing as well as I am. I, it's a fun time of the year right now just with all the national tournaments and fun to take that in and see the emotions that are out there. So something that we're looking forward to next year. How much traveling are you doing right now? Is it something like every day, every day you're doing something and you're getting all the miles and hotel points you can possibly get? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's uh, it's weekly right now and you pick and choose it. It's such a different beast, this uh, recruiting game now, because uh, you, you, you see so many kids that are re- being recruited early and or committing, verbally committing early. So uh, not only do you have to get out there and, and see those kids play and uh, evaluate them, but then you have to get out and see the kids that are committed to you and throw your development hat on and go watch them and get feedback. So it's uh, you're doing uh, double duty now just because of the uh, young kids that are committing early. How different is it? I mean, I know we've seen commitments from 15, 14-year-olds. When did you commit to, to play at Wisconsin? <laughs> I didn't even know anything about school until well after, you know, grade 11. You're, you're into grade 12, and uh, you're playing out your year, and you're starting to get recruited a little bit. And, and even then, that was in Minnesota high school hockey where we had 15 kids uh, from our team to uh, commit to Division One. But, you know, you fast forward a couple of years beyond that, most kids were really not getting recruited until the end of grade 12. And even when they started playing junior hockey, like the, the likes of the Green Bay Gamblers and the Madison Capitals. Sure. Well, I tell you what, Coach, I really I, – I, I looked at the, at the at a 14, 18, and 5 record as a positive with the with nine freshmen on your team. And uh, you guys got some more reinforcements uh, coming, coming on the way. You know, it, uh, the Badger hockey program is in pretty good shape going forward, isn't it? 
Yeah, you know, it's and, and Tony and I were just talking about it this morning, and um, it's frustrating to go through the three years that we went through, but you have to go through it. When the program is down and you're building it back up, you're going to have to go through those lean years. Uh, start getting the culture kids back in. Start building your foundation, which we did this year. Uh, you mentioned how young we were, and, you, you know, you look at all those kids, they were thrust into – into roles, into positions that they probably are not going to get moving forward in their career. But man, did that make them more ready for next year? And and now you you throw in the likes of the uh, Alex Turcotts and the the uh, Cole Caulfields of the world, and all of a sudden it's going to be exciting to watch. And the fans are going to have a blast watching this group coming in. Marco Siki joining us. Cole Caulfield is a phenomenal scorer. Um, explain his game a little bit, if you would, for the fans who uh, are not familiar with Cole Caulfield? Well, obviously you look at his background. Uh, he, he's got such a great foundation because of his grandfather, because of his father, and just the upbringing that he's had. Uh, he, he is so hockey smart, it's incredible. Um, when you watch him on the ice, he, it, the puck's on, his ta- on, on the tape all the time just because he knows where the puck's going to be. And he, get, he gets so many looks at the net and. He's such a pure goal scorer and shooter. Um, you know, you look at uh, a guy down the road in, in Chicago, that Alex Debrinkat. So yeah. that, that's very much like Cole. He's just a pure shooter, pure goal scorer. That, that's obviously nice to put in any lineup. Yeah, it's nice to add him to the lineup because all of a sudden it's a, it's a danger. You get on the power play, you know you're going to have uh, the other team's going to be back on their heels because they're going to have to deal with it. And, you know, Badger hockey hasn't had that in the last couple of years. We had Luke Cunning uh, our first year, who's a goal scorer, and Trent Frederick, uh, who is a, more of a power forward. But, you know, you throw Cole in, he is a pure goal scorer, and he's someone that's definitely going to put, put people back on their heels. And, uh, you know, you, you look at the some of the players that came through your program that are now with Nashville, I mean, some of those guys are pure goal scorers. You look at Forsberg and, and some of those players that Arvidsson, Victor Arvidsson, another one that puts people back in their heels. That's like Cole and, and Alex and what they're going to bring to the table for Badger hockey. How hard is it to do it nowadays in college hockey? Because uh, you mentioned Luke Cunning, Trent Frederick. Uh, there's pressure on these guys to turn pro as soon as possible. How difficult is it to try to get that going? I guess you mentioned culture, guys. That's what you have to establish at the beginning and, and yeah. sprinkle in the skill, right? Yeah, you're going to have to have a blend. You're certainly going to have to have your three, four-year players that are going to be in here and know that they're going to be three, four-year players. Uh, but then you're also going to have your Luke Cunnins of the world and Trent Fredericks that, um, you know, things might have been a little bit different for them, too. I think if, if, we, if we had the foundation or Badger Hockey had the foundation that was there and now you throw in a Trent Frederick or a Luke Cunnin, I think they stay for another year at least. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we know that just dealing with the NHL clubs as well. And we have pretty candid conversations with the GM and assistant GM and, and understand that once they're drafted, their window is probably three years at max. Um, they don't want to get to that free agency. So, um, you know, we want to bring them in. Unfortunately, the drafted kids are going to be young when they come in, but they're talented and uh, we're going to work with them and continue to develop uh, and, and hopefully help them reach their goals. And in the meantime, it's going to help Badger Hockey reach our goals. Yeah, you know, you've got one heck of an event coming up here on June 1st, the uh, the uh, second annual Casting for Kids tournament. Uh, I mean, I'm, I admit I'm not a big fisherman, but I uh, but uh, I'm telling you, I, when I when I read the literature on it, you know, I mean, you, and they make fifty thousand dollars in its first year. Um, it, it, tell us a little bit about it. You know, it's funny. I was on an outdoor show last year, 
and uh, we were just spitballing. And, and I've always wanted to do a, some sort of fishing tournament for charity. And uh, we threw this thing together and probably in February, and all of a sudden we're doing it on Memorial Day weekend. And um, our goal at the time was twenty-five grand, and and we pushed well over fifty thousand last year. I think the best thing about the event that obviously it all goes to help the kids uh, at the UW Children's Hospital and the Car- uh, the Carbon uh, Cancer Center, and you know, so that 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 speaks volumes, and you can see that, and you can see that in their faces how it affects those those kids. Um, in terms of the event, you don't have to be a fisherman. You don't. You can come and jump in a boat. It, it's a it's a great deal because we have 40 guides that volunteered their time to with their boat, their energies, their knowledge of fishing. They'll take you out, and you can have a go fun have a fun day on the water. It's really we we talk about it a lot. It's really not about catching the fish. Hopefully, guys will catch a lot of fish, but it's really about being out there and having fun. A low key event. Uh, the dinner auction afterwards was a blast. We had a live auctioneer that um, you know it just made the event. Uh, move fast and low key at the same time. So you had, you know, you, you throw hockey and fishing and beer all together. You're gonna have a pretty good time. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so you mentioned 40, 40 guys to bring people out, forty experts. Um, is it is it limited to forty individuals, forty teams? How do you set it up, Mark? Yeah, what we do is we we have forty boats, forty uh, guides that are willing to take anybody that signs up out, and you sign up in a pair. So you you sign up a group of two and you go out in a boat with a guide. Um, there are some people that have joined up and want to bring their own boat. So they typically bring three fishermen in their boat and, you know, it costs you 600 bucks to get a boat in. Um, you can bring your own boat or sign up for a guide. So you get a, you know, you get a, basically a, a day of guided fishing. You get two, two people involved in the uh, dinner auction. You get a couple hats, a couple t-shirts and, uh, whatever else that goes with it, a bag of goodies. So it's, uh, it's really about, Hopefully we can raise some money and awareness and, and have a really good time. Uh, last year wasn't a great day for – it was bluebird sky last year, so it was a tough day on the water. But, man, did a lot of guys see a lot of, a lot of muskie, and we caught a couple at the same time. But this year we're, we have two, two uh, divisions. We're doing a muskie division, and then we're doing an open division. So if some people want to go fish for bass, uh, pike, or walleye, they can do so. I would guess that everybody, most of the people involved last year want to come back, but you might have some openings still. So if people are listening, they should get in touch with you as soon as possible, right? Yeah, absolutely. We we still have a few openings that did fill up last year. We had about uh, 10 people uh, on the uh, waiting list. It's going to be the same this year. So they, yeah, if you if you do if you are interested, you should go to www.casting for the number four kids.com and. Uh, all the info is on there, and, and they, my phone number, my email is on there. They certainly can reach out to me as well. That's excellent. Casting4kids.com, the number four, casting4kids.com. For, for, for an excellent cause, and it's for the kids. Absolutely. It's incredible. Absolutely. Looking forward to that. i got to tell you real quick, uh, I came across your name the other day because it was 35 years ago that I saw my first Minnesota High School hockey tournament in person, and it was Edina over Bloomington Kennedy in the championship. And Paul Ranheim was on that Edina team in 1984. <laughs> so it was probably right before you joined the varsity team, maybe in, yep, in '84, right? right? But uh, yep, it was right pretty. It was pretty that. neat. Yeah, I mean, you talk about Paul Ranheim, man. Is he fun to watch? And uh, again, going back to some of the kids that are coming into Badgers this year, we've got Owen Lindmark. Who, when I watch him play, I look at Paul Ranheim. Uh, I think the fans are going to see that. Some of the older fans that have been around Badger hockey are going to see that. So, uh, But, yeah, Paul Ranheim, I see him around. He's coaching at Eden Prairie High School up in Minnesota this year. They played in the final against Edina. 
Yeah, they did. That's true. That is true. Coach, uh, thank you so much for your time. Casting4Kids.com is, is where people should go to find out more information. Uh, safe travels to you. All the best. We look forward to talking to you again soon. All right. Thanks for having me. Good luck to the ads. Absolutely. Thank you. Marco Siki, associate head coach at the University of Wisconsin. Go to casting4kids.com. Take part in that uh, musky and open tournament coming up on June 1st in, in Sounds Madison. Like, you know, I mean, you know, I, I, it, there's not a bottle bass division, though. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's a musky division, an open division. I'm assuming there's got to be a bottle bass. We could be, yeah, we probably make something happen. Yeah, yeah you come up with yeah. the come up with the funds. Maybe they'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly get it going right. for you. Exactly. Uh, we are going to take our final break. We'll come back and wrap things up. It's Milwaukee Admiral Center Ice on the Big 920 and the iHeartRadio app. One final time on Milwaukee Admiral Center Ice with Mike Wojciechowski. I'm Aaron Sims. Thanks to Associate Head Coach at the University of Wisconsin, Mark uh, Marco Siki, for joining us. I was thinking of Mark Johnson because. Uh, they won the championship. That was a couple of weeks yes. ago now. What a nice Stevens event they had. Uh, you know, we that talked, night we, we talked, talked with Reed Magnum, yes, they, uh, a week ago. So uh, thanks to Marco Siki. Go to castingforkids.com. Find out more about his uh, fishing tournament uh, coming up, which benefits uh, the UW Children's Hospital and the uh, Carbone Cancer Center at the University of Wisconsin. I'd like to put a plug in for the HL website. Any, anything, any fan that wants to know anything about the playoffs, they've got the, the Calder Cup primer. Right on the uh, on the website. First thing you see, almost and it's, yeah. it's incredible. I mean, it tells you almost too much information, but it's it's literally, you know, where everyone stands, what everyone's magic number is, and and who everybody plays down the stretch. The, for one of the first days that that came out, and and we're talking a, a few weeks ago now, um, the Admirals had the hardest schedule of any team in the Central Division to try to make the playoffs, and they, at the time, the Admirals are down in seventh place and. The opponent's the opponent's record was like a 590 points percentage or something like that, and now that's dropped because the Admirals have taken care of their business in the last couple of weeks and won five straight. So I think it's like a 540 something, 550 something opponent's percentage. Um, Texas is the interesting one because they have five games remaining. Milwaukee has six. Texas in in Manitoba's in the mix too, but Texas. Uh, plays San, uh, Rockford, I think, once, and then it might be San Antonio four times or something like that. Mm-hmm. What is it? I mean, it's so they're taking on uh, the Rampage, who um, who who are the worst team in the division. So that you look at their points percentage, and you go, oh boy, this, you know, Texas has the easiest road because they're playing uh, record-wise the worst two, team. Two, two Rockfords, three, two San, Rockford, three yeah, San Antonio. Three San Antonio. Okay. Yep. So Texas, uh, you look at them, and it's like, boy, they're they're a real threat now. The Admirals have a game in hand. Uh, they can make that up um, and and move ahead with a win on Wednesday over San Antonio at Panther Arena. So it's it's incumbent on the Admirals to to keep winning and, and do what they can. The Admirals do not have tiebreakers, so um, yes, we, the yeah, the yeah. Admirals need to continue to win and and knock off these teams and then hope for a little help. But as we discussed at the beginning of the show. Uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility that one of these teams could jump into third and Iowa falls to fourth or even out of the playoffs the way things are going. Grand Rapids might be a little stretch being in second place, but Iowa's just three points ahead of these teams now for third place. It's it's become amazing. Iowa's lost five in a row. Yeah, it would be a real stretch. If you're right for Grand Rapids, but no, Iowa, you know, I mean, they, they, they're know, all of a sudden in play. Yeah, they're, they, are, they really are. And, uh, and you know, Saturday night the Admirals play Iowa, and that game could be... 
<laughs> depending on yeah. what happens, with, with the Aldridge, Admirals could well, leap, leap into third place with a win. There. With all due respect to the hockey gods, uh, if Aaron doesn't get them all mad here, uh, <laughs> I think that could that could possibly happen. But Absolutely. again, that's a you know the, you know the, the hockey gods are. Are, are real fickle. Yes, know? they are. They are indeed. They are indeed. Speaking of that Saturday game, that'll be on my 24, uh, right? That, yes, that's the next absolutely. one. On yes, Saturday night at, at 6 p.m. Yes. against Iowa. And we'd like the hockey gods in this respect to, to at least give us one on a Give on us a, a good show. On a television game. Yes, exactly. <laughs> because, uh, we, ha- we haven't had the greatest luck on, on my 24 television game. We have not. Not with the success of the wins and losses for the team. Exactly. Right, right exactly. So uh, that'll be on my 24. Of course, all of the games here on uh, the Big 920 and the iHeartRadio app. You can listen to them. But, um, it's a big week for the Admirals. There's no doubt about that. Oh, you mentioned just play some meaningful hockey in April. Here we are. April first. Don't, don't forget Dog Day on Friday. Dog bring, Day bring, on Friday, the fifth. Bring your dog, courtesy of Pet Supplies Plus. It's a, it's a, you know, for five dollars you can bring your dog along. That's it. It's exactly yeah, great. Just uh, it's it's fun. Plus, uh, PCI Thomas Jefferson bobblehead. Very all nice. on Friday. All on Friday night. Friday, Saturday night is team pictures, courtesy of Sazas and the Wisconsin State Fair. Beautiful. And then uh, Wednesday is the next game for the Admirals, and we've t- spoken about that a couple of times where all fans in attendance will get uh, free golf, whether it's foot golf, disc golf, or golf golf. Plus, it's the last Summerfest winning Wednesday. Absolutely. And if you were at the Admirals game in the middle of March, was it the 13th they beat Cleveland in the school day game? Yeah, I believe you are correct. Uh, then if you yes. were at that game, bring your ticket. You'll get a free ticket to that game on Wednesday when the Admirals host San Antonio. That does it. We have four seconds to get out of here. Thanks to all of our guests. Thanks to Ty Magnum. For Mike Wojciechowski, I'm Aaron Sims. Thank you for listening tonight to Milwaukee Admiral Center Ice on the Big 920 and the iHeartRadio app. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.